How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Millions of our nation's veterans deal with PTSD every day. VA's PTSD consultation program is easy to use and here to help you treat these veterans. Providers like you can access free consultation with expert clinicians, free continuing education, and free resources to help you assess and treat veterans. To learn more, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Hey y'all, I'm Allison Asarch from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey, I'm Sean Fraser from the Ritzy Kids Hunters. This is Johnny from Rail Motor. Hey, it's Shane from Blind Season. Hey, it's Rob Stanier, and you can check out my music on all the streaming platforms. Check out my latest music on all the streaming sites. Check out my debut album on all streaming platforms. Check out our new debut album. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. And you're listening to our friends, Braggy and Curly. My favorite bands from Australia. My two favorite podcasts is Braggy and Curly. Braggy and Curly. On the Unfiltered. Undiscovered Podcast. Welcome to episode 109 of the Unfiltered and Undiscovered Podcast. We have got a full board here tonight. First up, let's welcome the co-hosts. We've got Braggy down there in Adelaide. And of course, we've got Rossi in Sydney. How are you, boys? Good, Curly. Good. Rossi. Lovely to be here. You're looking very well, all of you. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, Braggy's got a little bit of news. He's got the Rail Motor boys down there in Adelaide tomorrow. Yeah, the boys are here tomorrow. Um, just doing a bit of rehearsal and some some writing for the next Rail Motor album. What, yeah. what my main goal for this album is to try and get one of the so- get get one line of the songs to be Curly's quote at the end of the show. That's my oh. that's my whole that's my whole goal, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just that one classic line. I just, see that. Yeah, yeah. That's all I <laughs> well, want. I've got a, I've got a little bit of news to share, and then we're going to get straight into our guest from TaylorMade Rejects. First up, let's talk about Jermaine. They are killing it over in the UK. The Isle of Wight Festival. They played on all three stages. Uh, they just concluded at the Lytham Festival. And just to top it off, they're supporting Sting in some upcoming dates. Oh, so, well, mate, they they just time. go from strength to strength to strength. At three girls, three sisters from Adelaide of all places. So, mm-hmm. Who would have thought there's talent in Adelaide? I don't know, but <laughs> fantastic story. <laughs> 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 then we've got Ben Penner. Ben Penner just played a uh, festival up there in North Queensland. So... And he just continues to do well. And a little bit of sad news for all those people really looking forward to some October dates from Died Pretty. Unfortunately, they've had to cancel due to ill health for both Ron and Chris from the band. Um, Ron's got some further cancer treatment. So a little bit sad. I was Mm. looking forward to seeing them in October. Um, And, you know, the we've, lost Ryan from the screen, so hopefully he'll get back on. Oh, um, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, so. <laughs> Lead singers. Lead yeah. singer. 
lead singer. It's the, it's, it's the, it's the front man. It's, look. <laughs> oh, you're back. Yeah. yeah, it's the curse right. of being the best, you know. So. Oh, so, um, so unfortunately that, um, you know, Rossi and you probably under know a little bit more about the band situation, but that um, may be the last time we've seen Died Pretty Live. So, sad yeah. to say. It so. really is. Like Ron, Ron did Sydney not long ago, and it was it was a full house in Sydney. You couldn't move. It was fantastic. And <laughs> if that's the case, like Chris, Chris, who's you know been pretty much a mainstay drummer for the band as well. He's a fantastic player, yeah. and a really good friend of Mick Majews and all of those guys because they all grew up together. And yeah. he's not well either, and it's just terrible news. It's terrible timing, terrible news. Hopefully, it all turns around. It really does. Yeah, I, and, and I know that there would be thousands of fans that are just hoping that. Um, and of course, health comes first. It's you know, yeah. let's let's uh, just wish mm-hmm. Ron and Chris all the best in in their respective fights, and um, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, Died Pretty can um, come back once they're fighting fit and healthy. So. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight we've got the Taylor Made Rejects and Braggy loves these guys and we've had uh, both Zach and Aleandro on before and we finally got the front man, Ryan. Hey, he's <laughs> Ryan Valley on the show. <laughs> How are you boys? Oh, very good. Thanks for having us. Excellent. Again. We are doing fantastic. Good. I feel good. Good, good Look, to be back. As a as a prerequisite, I was very excited for this interview because I the boys have been on here twice, I believe, um, and every time I miss it, and they tell me that it's one of the most like professional and put together interviews. And we we do look, we do all types of interviews, and like it's just good to hear. It's just good to hear. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, I take it curly. Take it curly. <laughs> well, let's show how professional we are, shall we? Zach, how no are pressure. those Broncos going? They are flying right now, and I'm loving it. So nice to go every Monday going, where are we on the ladder? Yeah. Nice yeah. seeing in the top four. It, yeah. You can really tell my mood of the week. Yeah. It's a win or a loss. You may not know this, but you may not know this, but the competition's won in October. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And the yeah, it is. And I think because how tight this season is, man, I, it could literally be anyone. And I'm yeah. so excited each week, if I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah, this ladder is ridiculous. Yeah. What? Why do you support any of the teams? I think St. George, West and Canterbury are out of it and everyone else yeah. has a chance. Hey, Ro- yeah. hey, hey Rossi, you, yeah. could al- you could always accuse them of not playing rugby league in the spirit of the game. A friend of mine sent me a video today that was floating around on Twitter of Johnny Bairstow doing exactly the same thing. Same thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Look, you know my thought is, I reckon the next test... Um, we should just freaking man pad Stuart Broad and then become a republic. Headingley's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty aggressive uh, crowd. Headingley's <laughs> a pretty tough crowd, I've got to say. Yeah. The Poms are going to go after the Australian side. But, yeah, maybe the English, as I was reading, maybe English are just masking the fact that it could be all over for them and Baz Ball is dead. Yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's not our fault they're shit at cricket. 
<laughs> he said it. He said right. it. The headline of the day. Do I now put the shit at cricket? Yeah, yeah. Put Get that, that in a song. Get put that, that in a song. song. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, Brian, share a little bit about um about your journey in the music world. I mean, we've heard from Zach and we've heard from Aliandro before. So, what uh, got you interested and keen in the music uh, world? I think um, to try and keep it like sort of brief-ish because it's been it's been an ongoing adventure for like over maybe ten years now. There's been some real heartaches and you know a massive triumphs, but I think um, ultimately in the beginning it was for me like a way to sort of escape. Uh, the situation I was in as kind of a teenager, um, going through that kind of like, you know, angsty sort of teen years and not really trying to, not really knowing who I was or where I was um, and trying to discover myself, I found guitar. Uh, That's where it kind of took me. Um, But yeah, I, you know, through a couple of bands, I was kind of still trying to find that voice until I found the rejects and the rejects is kind of where it all sort of melded together and everything sort of started making sense. So um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. It's 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 uh, we always talk about a lot on this show about how music is so good for the soul and it and it, it, mm-hmm. it can be, you know, great for your mental health. Uh, we've had a few Definitely. people on, yeah, haven't we, Curly? That that you know, mm-hmm. even work in that field and use music to help people. You know, that yeah. have had uh, problems. It's really, it's good good story. It's yeah. escape, right? Because you know, it you're is. focused on writing and things like that, you're not thinking in some. In anything See, then I, I have a much more like long-winded answer because, but um, I have <laughs> uh been in interviews before where I'll just yap on for 15 minutes and they'll go, oh, that's the whole interview, by the way. And I'm like, wait, the other guys didn't get a chance to talk, so I'm trying to think of the most brief way I can sort of explain that journey. <laughs> so, as a front man, do you play guitar too, Ryan? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, no I didn't. Sorry. I, I, I didn't um, I didn't in my first band and I kind of had that kind of uh, like musical clash where I wasn't um, sort of really in love with the stuff I was singing over and then I sort of slowly taught myself how to play guitar to sort of help with uh, building melodies and stuff like that and I think it was kind of a way I taught myself how to sing as well as I just sort of have the guitar um, and I just play a note sing that and then eventually taught myself how to sing like that and eventually sort of learned how to play guitar as well sort of the same way. Cool. Yeah, so the, I think Aliandro talked in one of our previous episodes how the band is almost like a gelling of rejects, and that's why where the name came from. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's kind of funny because uh, before we started doing the rejects, it was supposed to be like the Ryan Valley project. I had this real like narcissist view on how I was going to handle everything. I sort of came in, sort of like that B, big <laughs> D energy, like this is my band, we're going to do it my way. And then when I met everybody and I sort of had everybody in the room, I was just like, man, this is not the Ryan Valley project. This is the rejects, man. This is like this is a, a bunch of people that have all been sort of like cast aside in their selective fields and you know people that have been kicked out people that have left big projects and it's just like now we're all sort of coming together as a last ditch effort to just do something we love that we lost along the way you know and and it wasn't the ryan valley project after that first jam i really felt that and i was like you know what we're the rejects and we're tailor made to be that you know so that's what it was kind of yeah that's cool because different personalities we have really different personalities and everything blends in you know the music that you know, as an outcome. Yeah. yeah. Well, if we talk about angst-ridden rock, yeah, you know, just, you know, seeing 
how you guys present your personalities. You're all pretty vivacious and pretty high energy, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. And that's the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, like like yeah. And and as you know, no one ever picks up a guitar unless they think there might be a girl involved at some stage. Yeah. 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 I think I think to I think to sort of touch on that point, I think it was just like you spend so many years being that like sad, angsty teenager that you realize that like, man, people don't really connect with that. And so you do have to sort of change the direction of how you're presenting yourself in order to sort of build a little bit more of like a uh, relatable market, you know, because everybody's got their own problems, but nobody wants to hear the same sad. I was sad at 14 mm. and I'm still sad at 30 story. Everybody has that, you know, so. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. If I want to do that, I'll get out the first Sunny Boys album. <laughs> <laughs> so we try, we try to keep it positive. We try to keep it positive, but yeah, yeah, yeah but, but but everyone, every band needs someone who, if, like in Rail Motor, we call Waxy the coal shoveler because he's the one who kind of drives us forward. Like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Is, would that be you, Ryan? Are you kind of like no? <laughs> Hell, no. The reason uh, the reason Alex is laughing is because I what I bring to the band is the music. I kind of have what, like the inspiration. For the I bring the skeletons. Alex is a hundred percent the coal. He's in there sweating with a singlet. He's the coal shoveler. He's making sure the ship don't sink, man. Alex is one hundred percent the reason. One. Yes. What does Alex, Alex play? Guitar, lead guitar. Like, he's like guitar. Yeah. 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 But he basically also like pretty much fundamentally manages the band. I can guarantee the band would not be where it is today without Alex. A hundred percent. You may be right. All right. So I'm going to put a pause on it because it's now it's time Ooh. for Braggy's Who Am I? <laughs> Okay, mm. so Michael Jackson. Oh wait, sorry, was it too quick? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? <laughs> I was I was born in San Francisco on the first okay. of August, nineteen forty-two. Okay, another one. Okay. What do you mean, another one? Uh, another forties child. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> it might look like I'm googling, but I'm not. Trust me. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I was influenced. I was influenced by music from an early age, taking piano lessons for much of my childhood. My father was a retired professional musician who owned a bar in downtown San Francisco, and my mother also enjoyed playing piano. My father's extended oh. family would often sing during family reunions. When I was four, two thirds of my right middle finger was cut off in a wood splitting accident on a camping holiday. Oh. Less than a year later, my father drowned in the Trinity River on another camping holiday. In fact, they, they, they should give those up. Yeah. Jeez, I thought yeah, I had yeah. it. My, my mother took over the running of the bar and I spent a lot of time with my grandmother who opened my eyes to country music and the banjo. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. If you're treating veterans with PTSD, VA's National Center for PTSD can help. 
the PTSD Consultation Program offers free expert consultation and resources to providers. We won't ask you to fill out any forms, and we respond to requests within a day. To learn more on this easy-to-use program, visit ptsd.va.gov consult. Again, that's ptsd.va.gov consult. That's part one. Any ideas? Oh. Tommy Yomi is not. <laughs> I kind of felt no Tommy Yomi too, but... Yeah, but he's... Uh, he's you can't, English. You know. San Fran. He's San Fran's what's knocked me. I'm like, oh. Mm. American. So, like, as a country player from San Fran, like, yeah, most country players aren't from San Fran. It might yeah. be a country player just because they started with banjo. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like San Fran's little... little, little... <laughs> Little yeah. red flags to you guys. I'm um, it feels well, familiar for some reason, but I'm not sure why. So I know what, what is it? What does the name rhyme with? <laughs> so there's, there's, there's two more sections yet, boys. So you might yeah, get the yeah, next one. Yeah. Right, okay. Here we go. All right. So, um, you guys, how's how's the live um, sets going for the uh, the the rejects um you're still playing you are a hard-working band oh, last time Jesus, we spoke. yeah people ask me sometimes is rock and roll dead i say no it lives in the heart of brisbane um i definitely feel like the the live shows have picked up like they've sort of ramped up um we had a little bit of a plateau when once we hit Eden's and um, it was kind of like the very first thing, the very first major thing to happen for us where it was like beyond our expectations. So we kind of hit this plateau um, and didn't know really what to do with that because we went straight from that to then going back to the grind. And I think, um, you know, being sort of naive myself, I just kind of, it took me a while to sort of understand that that, those things weren't just like up and up. It's like the grind continues and then you have these bonus amazing experiences and then back to the grind. And so it took me a while to sort of realign myself with the grind, you know, but we've, we've definitely, the pendulum swung back the other way and the live shows have become a lot better again. So it's going to, it's, yeah. it's, it's doing really well. Yeah. And we focus in during that time on writing and the song that we released now is, you know, the outcome of that that period yeah. working. Yeah. So let's talk about the the new song. The new song's called "I Don't Know." Is that right? The yep, latest yep. song. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't so, know. I don't know. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit uh, around that song. Um. Yeah. I, I guess I kind of kind of came together. Someone else want to take it? I feel like I'm the chat. I, I do this all the time in interviews. I do the chatty, and I never let anyone else get a chance to talk. Alex, Zick, throw it. You're the lead anyway, singer, Ryan. Zach, this you were is going what to Thanks, Rusty. I was going to say, wasn't wasn't I don't know a, a jam song uh, between uh, you and I? Right? I'm just waiting for the other boys yeah. to come. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, isn't that? Isn't yeah, that where we, we lost you for a second? Start again. Ah, so glad. Uh, wasn't I don't know like a jam song that pretty much just happened between you and I, Ryan, from that first riff, and then while we're waiting for the boys to rock up to the room, wasn't it that? And then kind we went of, from kind of. we so had like a done, guitar riff, and then build from there. Hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. So sometimes I get lazy in the jam room uh, and I don't bring anything, and I'm just like, I throw, I throw it to someone in the jam room, like, hey, uh, play, play something random, and we'll see if we can come up with something. And Alex had uh, the did in, did in, did in, did in, did in, did in, and he was just kind of playing that over and over again. And I was like, that's kind of groovy. That's got kind of a thing to it. Let's see what I can do, mess around with that. And that eventually turned into like Zig and I waiting for the boys to arrive at the following jam, and then we kind of just like built that structure hmm. we're like okay this is really coming together the hook of the song that i don't know where I, that that um came from like a really old song that i had worked on um and then i sort of brought it into this one so so you guys got a bit of a That's 90s cool. feel about what you do right yeah definitely that was in chains sort of yeah. yeah like that big fat guitar sound stuff yeah mm. like who are your faves out of that stuff, out of that era. Alice in Chains is one of my favorite ones, for example. Yeah, that's yeah. a great yeah. choice. I've got to say. Yes. Yeah. The, the good thing, my good thing about the rejects is like not only our personalities and like our uh, like where we came from, but also our music taste comes together, um, sort of all separately. Where um, and we've spoken about this before, but I'll, I'll sort of touch on it briefly. Where like I'm, I'm very much like an '80s and '90s. Um, like I really love that '80s '90s glam era, um, and I love like early 2000s rock. We're talking like Silverchair, Poison in uh you know guns and roses like the classics i really love that stuff and we have our bass guitarist who's like you know he's really into like your super duper heavy like screamo sort of stuff um and uh zig i mean he's he's kind of a pop punk guy but you're an all-rounder zig right what what sort of stuff you listen yeah, to? a bit of bit of everything like uh my spotify is so jank it's annoying that it's like oh, i can go from michael buble to slipknot or i could go from like insomnia to yeah. fucking yeah um and that's yeah. kind of what German, you want a drummer to like, be like no you sense. know yeah you kind of want a drummer or... to be kind of like versed in everything yeah you need a bit of versatility you need to be able to like pull things from other genres that, and you just go how can i make this into like an alt rock song um yeah and there are a few songs i've already done where i've like i can pinpoint where I've, who i've ripped it off and no one really <laughs> no one ever believes me at times <laughs> and i'm like no, no I've, I've stolen yeah. that and they're like oh no that sounds rad I'm like no that's not even mine dude but it made it yeah. work for the song so you're gonna have this kind of broad mentality when you're doing this like the rhythm section so you don't just get bogged down into doing something basic or something you've already done yeah, yeah. um well yeah. My favorite thing about my, my favorite thing about writing in this band is that like I'll bring them kind of like a sort of eighties, nineties sort of skeleton, just this kind of jam. I always have like kind of a, a hook or a riff with me and um and throwing it to the guys, depending on who I throw it at, uh, it will always get kind of this new meat on the bones kind of thing. So that's what I love about writing in this group is that because of our the versatility and our in our likeness towards music is always interesting to see where the skeletons are going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah one of the yeah, we all... I ruined um I ruined that Van Halen song "Best of Both Worlds" for him the other day when I told oh, him no. that they'd, lift, hmm. they'd lifted "Celebration" from "Cool and the Gang." You have a listen have to it. To, I'm gonna have to go listen oh, well. to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really. Like every, every time he plays it, he just goes, "No, you bastard!" Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's but, um let's just play a snippet of the Talamade rejects with "I Don't Know," and let's let's hope that we can pick up on a the chorus and um and Alex's little bit.
You're listening to Braggy and Curly on the Unfiltered and Undiscovered podcast. Now, I've got to be honest, that song took me a couple of listens to tune into, but um, the more I listen to it now, you can hear Alex's little guitar magic in the in, in <laughs> that's sitting underneath. I love that. And the, the chorus is catchy. It's, it's almost poppy voice. Yeah. You know yeah. what the problem with the yeah, song is, is that the, the problem with the song was um, we had a plan to like release certain songs um, and this song was not the strongest of the repertoire to come. Um, and we played this song live at Eden's, all the big shows that we played. And this was the song we got harassed about the most. This was like, hey man, I'm on your Spotify. What's that song? The I don't know song. And, and we, we had to, we sort of had to come to the conclusion that unfortunately we might have to release a song that we don't feel internally is the strongest hmm. representation of what we're doing doing now but definitely the one that everybody's uh waiting for the one that everybody wants so that's what this song is it was just to kind of like a thank you to everybody that's come out to see us while we work on the stuff that we're ready to represent ourselves with in the next phase of the band yeah the proof of that that's such a clever clever way to figure out that to go and play it live and get the best reaction and you know what the the proof of that is that the first week of the release we had ten thousand streams yeah. Whoa, whoa, yes. yeah. It just immediately. It's crazy. <laughs> and it's so yeah. catchy yeah. and it's so, so per- uh, re- it's so small as well that it just became like, I can listen to it again. I can listen to it again. And it doesn't get that annoying yeah. yet. Yeah. And yeah. again, yeah. like what, we played it live and it way. killed. What's that? Mm. Yeah. Big yeah. media snare drum. What are you using yeah. a mat? Oh. Uh, for that recording, I used a Black Panther, um, yeah, Mapex Black Panther something. I don't remember what it was, but it's not exactly the one I use live. I use a like a tri- um, was it the Tribal Black Panther? But it's a Mapex Black Panther basically, and I've got like the lesser tier of it, and it's the one I use for the entire EP. It's the one I use for another band that I'm in, and um, it's our producer's and- snare, and I'm like, I'm using this. This is a rad. Like a shotgun, that's massive, that's massive. And 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 at the start, Zach, uh, is that are you playing on the rim shot or are you playing on the yeah. on the symbol stand? Because no, it's like on, a, the, on the almost, rim. It's always got like a yeah. yeah. Almost sounds like you're playing in tune, like you're playing notes. Well, maybe you know, it's funny. Yeah. What's funny about that is that when when I sort of came to Zig with kind of like the uh, the refined version that did and did and did and did and did it, and he was kind of yeah. like he normally what he does is he sits there and he sort of just lets me play it over and over again until he still starts to feel something. And from what yeah. I remember, I think he was just sort of tapping the rim in time to sort of give himself an idea of what to do. And I was like, yeah. that's genius. Let's keep that. That's actually really cool. And so he, hmm. we then it became kind of the intro of the song as it drops and then it sort of. Yeah. Uh, comes into what it is so it's yeah, it's weird yeah. the, the jam room is is such yeah. like a, a a place to blossom the songs um in hmm. ways that you wouldn't have imagined just doing it behind a computer yeah yeah i had to listen to it twice yeah. at first i thought hang on it sounds like a marimbo like he's playing the, the, <laughs> note, the notes on it but then i realized hmm. that it's not it's a good recording no too. it's just a snare drum another thing yeah another thing ryan ryan with your vocal on that do you like mike Patton much uh, yeah, uh, definitely not. Yeah, uh, I've, I, I've, I've heard that before once before. Um, someone that I've definitely heard while I'm like maybe on a walk or something like that, just like, uh, but 
not someone I genuinely am inspired by uh, ongoingly, but someone I think that is deep within kind of like the uh, the core of my musician. Mm. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can hear what you're saying, Rossi, but I think yeah, this yeah. It's the phrasing yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It is well recorded. It's very. Um, yeah. It's got that real professional sound, and you've given <laughs> us a, a hint that there's more to come, boys. So what's what's how many songs yeah. have you got so, lined up? Well, to oh, go back to what Ryan was saying, um, that how like I don't know just became we just need to release this thing. So this kind of jumped an entire EP. Honestly, like we were already lining up to wow. the next one. We already had the idea. And then this song just killed live every single time. We're like, I guess we just got to, it's a free song. We can yeah, go in, bust it out, do a single and just release it. And, um, yeah. And we're also like looking at finances and stuff. We were like, Oh, like it'd just be easier to do a single right now. But, um, instead of doing another full length EP. So we've got songs, we got, we got the next five, six, Ready to go? I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. We we are still we're still yeah. trying to also figure out what we what we're gonna do as a as a business because we all we, we love to look at it like musicians, but we also try to look at it from a business angle. And we do get more uh, bang for our buck or return on interest or however you want to look at it from just releasing singles temporarily because to invest in a massive EP and to invest in music videos, like by the time we did Fading Colors, the EP and Ghost of Paradise, the music videos, we had spent over ten to $15,000 just on all of it plus promotion. And the return mm-hmm. on interest was amazing. It put us on the map, but it wasn't the level of return on interest that you'd expect from a business venture, an actual business venture. It was very much just for passion. And so so we're, we're now thinking, what can we do now that we're on the map to just sort of remain relevant while we build the funds for something really special? And I think for now, I think that's going to be singles for a little while. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Millions of our nation's veterans deal with PTSD every day. VA's PTSD consultation program is easy to use and here to help you treat these veterans. Providers like you can access free consultation with expert clinicians, free continuing education, and free resources to help you assess and treat veterans. To learn more, visit ptsd.va.gov slash consult. Yeah. And in the end, you know, what, we do, what we make is music, right? And, That's right. Know, the idea is to release as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The new, the new model Which means is, that there are going to be songs that like, we've just... got an album. That's right, Rossi, yeah. 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 Yeah, so we 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 gonna choose the next like major singles rather than just like the collection of songs as well. So there are gonna be songs yeah. that are gonna mm. wait for a while. So we are waiting for yeah. the next kind of single hits to do. If that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. So and, and who who produced it for you, by the way? Just interested. 
Shout out to the great and amazing, illustrious, beautiful, sexy, incredible yes. Chris Ross. He is yes. a Chris Ross from Palpitation Studios. I've worked right. with hundreds of different producers. This guy deserves all the love and praise in the entire world. He's the only person yeah. that I've ever gone, hey, I kind of like this album. This is the guitar tone I want. I go into the studio. He's like, here you go. It's exactly the, trick, the trick, exact trick. guitar tone. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. It was just like, because I was like, all right, give me a Mesa Boogie Tremonti tone or like a Miles Kennedy tone. Like, get me the higher, higher uh, Miles Kennedy tones for, for, yeah. for um, Alex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Alter Bridge is a massive, vocally, Alter Bridge and Miles Kennedy is a massive inspiration for me. That's where it goes. I've seen um, him a couple of times. He's unbelievable. Literally <laughs> phenomenal. I think he's one of the greatest musicians oh. to grace this planet Earth. <laughs> playing's not bad either, is it? Compared. No. Yeah, like, so, wow. yeah, he's out of the box, man. He is. Excellent. So, Braggy, cool. time oh. for part two, my friend. Part two. Yeah. I'm ready. He just learned the banjo. That's where we left off in uh, Yeah, he learned the banjo. One. He's got half a finger. He's dead. Previously, previously on Who Am I? Uh, <laughs> throughout high school, I was encouraged mm-hmm. to, to explore all art forms, including music, painting, and writing and developed a love for Jack Kerouac, the beat poet and writer who became a great influence. Uh-oh. I often got, into, often got into trouble at school for skipping classes and fighting, and I began smoking cigarettes and marijuana. My high school band, The Chords, won a contest, and the prize was recording a song. We chose Raunchy by Bill Justice. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but that's a fucking great track. After surviving a car accident that killed a close friend, I realised I needed to make something of my life and took up guitar seriously for the first time. In 1961, I met Robert Hunter, who would become a lifelong friend and lyricist for my future band. We formed the Wildwood Boys and the Heart Valley Drifters together. In 62, I met Phil Leash, who would eventually become the bassist in my future band. And in 63, at a party at author Ken Casey's house, I met Bob Weir. We formed a jug band called Mother McKee's Uptown Jug Champions and performed mainly bluegrass and folk music. I got a feeling Rossi might have it after that mention of a couple of, couple I of names. I to you that I once owned a Travis Bean guitar. That's a long time. Righto. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Charlie, I'm with you on that. I'm not anywhere. I'm out. And, oh, well. and we're now you'll, talking you'll about the jug band. Yeah. A jug band. So yeah. when when you mention jug band, I'm always reminded of Homer Simpson sitting out there on the oh, balcony. Yeah. Hey, hey, the Angels were a jug band. Well done, Rossi. I was about to say the same thing. The Angels were a jug band. Well, the Kingstone jug band. That's what they start off. That's why the Brewster brothers still play a bit of country to this day. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Were, I, you know what? I think – I think I like this show purely just for its edutainment. I feel like I'm learning a lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now you guys are still based in Brisbane. Have you ventured into state yet? Do you have a fan base to get to or how's that working? Uh, yeah, it, this is this is always kind of a, a weird question because it's definitely in it's definitely in our business uh, sort of playbook of ha- what we want to do. We have people in Melbourne and Sydney that would definitely come out to a show. We also have friends from bands doing this for over ten years. You kind of build the relationship interstate with some other musicians that are sort of on the same level that are as passionate as driven. Um, and you kind of like you know if I ever go to there, I want to definitely 
play with this band, so I'm going to become friends with them, talk to them. So I've got relationships in those states with different bands that would be able to bring a crowd. So it's definitely on the map. No, nothing as of yet. Our our, our main goal right now is to basically keep the wheels on, release music, yeah. and just build our funding. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. we'd love to go in a state, cool. hands you know, down. You know, that would love to be a goal. Um, yeah. But it's just we just have to wait. No, like it's just um, not feasible right now. It's yeah, it's just mo- money expensive. All of us with our full time jobs, just trying to find the time, and it's like let's just wait, slow down, Maybe record, <laughs> get it all built, <laughs> and you're from there. You guys open for the Casanovas? You know, I said that you guys had opened for the Casanovas recently. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a rock and roll band. Mm, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. They're very good. Yeah, they're great. Um, did that up at Clounger with uh, Electric yeah. Mary, Peaceful oh. Walls, uh, Pandemic, and yeah. uh, Delacoma. That was a yeah. great See, now you show. Know why we, we have Ziggy in the band. Ziggy's in the Probably band because he has a great that? memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good band. Really good yeah. band. Yeah. Zach, I was just thinking. It was a great day. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, I was, I was thinking that maybe you can coincide your trip to the grand final for the Broncos with a band, uh, <laughs> a gig from the band, and maybe you could then use it as a tax write-off or something. Are we jumping ahead too much? Uh, as Rossi said, premierships are won in October. Yeah, I was going to say. Will, um, the, will the Broncos be there? Who you got, oh, your, look, you got your eye on in Sydney? Who have you got your eye on in so Sydney was, you can play with? What bands do you reckon you can play uh, with in Sydney? What was the band you guys did an interview with? Like the Dial Denial or something uh, like that? Dial. Yeah, Dial Denial. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rossi, what, Rossi, what would be a perfect venue for these guys in Sydney? Well, we're playing there tomorrow night, actually, the, on Friday night at the Duke. In, oh, I love the, the Duke, Duke in Enmore would suit you guys down to the ground. The Duke yeah, in yeah. Enmore is the place. Mm. That's the place of pace for you guys, oh, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Good rock and roll venue. And, and who would you think they'd uh, play well with? Uh... I reckon you'd... there's a couple of young bands. There's a young band I've seen recently called Mayflower, who have kind mm. of got a bit of that going on. They're pretty good. It's M-A-Y-E, Flower. And, of course, the Eter- my eternal favourites, um, Star Crazy, who are just about one of my favourite Sydney young bands. Hmm. Check out Star Crazy, they're a good rock and roll band. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to go through the, uh, the yeah, list to try it. and figure out who I've got on my friends list and my messages who I've kind of been yeah. in touch with. Mm. Um, it's kind of just like a, a bank that I've got for the, when the time is right. That's when I'll sort of stretch out the arm for those kind of contacts. Yeah. Um, not off the top of my head though. I got a couple in Melbourne. There's a band called Orpheus Omega. Um, if you guys are familiar with them, they were one of the bands that I came up with when I was in my first band and they just skyrocket. They did just huge stuff, massive stuff, massive like tours and stuff. So they're, they're someone I definitely want to remain friendly with. They, they're in Melbourne as well. You should try and, um, I mean, Chris from, uh, uh, Orpheus Omega would probably want to come on the show. Like I'm sure he'd be a great guest for the show. Okay. Let me just write that down. You guys talk amongst yourselves. We're also for the long weekend, Zach. Got any plans for the long weekend in October, Zach? Oh, hopefully watching a game, getting smashed, and not waking up the next day until <laughs> so, way late in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like a blast. Sounds like every weekend for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty so much. I've just looked up Orpheus Amiga and the, the the first thing that comes up is their Australian melodic death metal. What a that's that sounds that, I feel like almost almost doesn't do them justice. It is technically their genre, but almost doesn't do them justice. They are one of the most <laughs> technically proficient guitarists and like his vocals are like very good. I'd say just like don't let me undersell it or oversell it. Just have a listen when the when it's done. They're very, very good yeah. musicians. Very, very good very, musicians. Yeah. Built with Demon. Yeah, yeah. I want to build with demon. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They're very theatrical. I'm just saying. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Well, Chris, Chris from Orpheus Omega was the very first person to sort of give me a shot. Him and Michael Vale from uh, Before Nightfall. When I was first, when I first, like, I hadn't even done a show yet, and these two who already had established themselves in the scene had major respect. Sort of took a shot on me as an early musician. Um, and Chris was on my very first song that I ever recorded as a guest singer, and it basically kind of put me on the map as a musician um, in Brisbane. Um, and then recorded an EP with Michael Varley from Before Nightfall, which is sadly broken up now. But uh, yeah, both of those musicians, amazing. I'm so happy to see Orpheus Omega and, and so many other amazing bands in Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne alike, just still mm. out there crushing it, killing it, you know, passionate. Because um, you can get burnt out easy in this in this industry. You can. Hmm. There's some good bands <laughs> in Adelaide too, Braggy. Just so yeah. you know. Okay. <laughs> is, wait, is Adelaide? We got good mates out there. Yeah, we're, we're still playing stuff from last century, though. You know what Adelaide's like. Braggy, are you, are you from Adelaide, Braggy? No, mate. I'm actually from Townsville originally. Oh, right. Okay. Are, yeah. you, are, you living, are, you, are you living in Adelaide at the moment? I live in Adelaide. I've been here for 20 years, pretty much. Oh. On, well, let me, let me add Adelaide to that list. Now I feel like an arsehole. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, mate. It's all good. You know, it's a lovely place, Adelaide. I've enjoyed it every time I've we, been there. We just yeah. do our own thing here. We just do our own yeah. thing here. We're we're in the, the in the half hour different time slot. And we just mm. go go under the radar. Absolutely. Okay. I'm always reminded <laughs> of that old saying that I love Adelaide. I spend a week there one afternoon. So yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> the way I hear it, the last time I went to Adelaide, it was closed. That's it. No, the ad, it was closed. The ad goes, I think the ad goes Adelaide. <laughs> Adelaide, it's okay. Yeah, we love Adelaide. It's all right. It's I've never been. I guess. Show. I guess it was just kind of out of sight, out of mind for me because I've been to Sydney, been to Melbourne. I was actually born in Melbourne, um, and I live in Brisbane, so it's just kind of out of sight, out of mind. But major love for Adelaide, of course, and the musicians just, that still kick ass down there. So, just yeah. a country town. Oh yeah, we had a few good bands in our time. Come out of here. Yeah. Oh, you still just got a, them coming. Just too. a few. So, yeah. so what's Eternity. next for the band? Yeah. Eternity. Yeah. What's next for the band, boys? Well, we are booked in the studio to record the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is next step. In we are taking just under ten days. Uh, yeah, one month off. I'm I'm going to live tomorrow. I'm going I'm going to live tomorrow. So we are having downtime from. Uh, and uh, from, can, can we get an exclusive of the King? of the name of the song? Can we get a? Of course, of course. Yes. Uh, you know, as as kind of like a, a recompense for not showing up the first two times of being slack. That's the next it. single, <laughs> the next single will be called Inspiraled, um, and it is much more a representation of the future of the band. Definitely, mm-hmm. um, as uh, as I don't know was more a reflection of what, like kind of like almost a nice ribbon on self medicate. This next single is like almost the 
the teaser for what is to come for the band. So this is going to be, you know, intricately lyrically driven, um, narrative, um, emotional, big. So it's something to really grit your teeth into. Something that is yeah. going to be a think piece for us. So new sound, new vibe. New sound, it's, new vibe. It's, it's very well. different. But still, but still, in saying that, still definitely captures the essence and love that we have put yeah. into the stuff before. And we're working with Chris again, so that you can expect the quality and production that you're familiar with. Hmm. Given that Alex, said, you Ryan said that Alex does all the work. If he's going away for a month, surely there's a lot of things you can do to make his life easier when he gets back. Don't give him any idea. I don't want to take up the. What do you, I don't. Uh, I, what is this? I just like looking That's pretty real. at the front, man. I, I just, uh, you know, I just like making the music. Nah, honestly, the reason that I mean, we didn't even kind of align Alex to sort of do it. He just sort of naturally takes that manager role so seriously and and is so productive and has no problem you know making enemies within the band just to move forward you know he's okay he's okay to like push us and 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 annoy us as much as possible but at the end of the day when the sun goes down we're all very grateful for alex and we all we all do know that without his hard work and ambition and the way he strives to get us to the next step we would definitely not make it we would be nowhere without alex so alex you're still doing the socials yes yep so yeah, they're yeah. still on point. And I, still... I, I have to say, as a observer of the band, I am disappointed there's no film clip this time. Yes, so. you've got to make Ooh. another film clip after the last one. That was awesome, <laughs> the last one. Can't watch this one. one. You know, you know what, you know what it was. I'm kind of a stickler. I think, I think I'm kind of to blame for this. Uh, the guy that did our first two music videos, Aaron um, Samadius, I think his name is. Um, he is currently started a new family and, and I really trusted him with like the vision for the first two music videos. And then I just, we just couldn't really align something that made sense for, I don't know, because it also wasn't, truly a representation of the future of the band it still was kind of a goodbye to self-medicate so we still inco incorporate fading and uh ghosts into that sort of family where in spiraled we are sort of talking about potentially making a video for that so hmm. something okay. cool. and, cool. yeah, and, actually, and, and i don't know was so rushed as well like the whole yeah, start of it we were so just just get it done um, yeah so yeah, the the music video was such an afterthought. It was just get it recorded, yeah. get the artwork. We try and completely get it transparent with everybody. We actually had the plans. We had the video. We actually had yes. postponed on the video guy twice. Um, we yep. had the plans. We had the venue. We had aligned to do a music video for this, and just the stars, you know, they didn't they didn't align for us on this one. And yep. um, yeah. and it just sort of came to fruition that we were in the jam room. We're like, man, why are we wasting thousands and thousands of dollars on a single that really wasn't a true representation of the future of the band, but more a thank you to everybody. You know, we were like, maybe we'll do like a cut together piece because we film every set. So maybe we'll do like a cut together yeah. piece, but that'll be for yeah, the future. Yeah. Absolutely. Braggy, part number three of okay. Who Am I? Oof, wait. You're just saying the name, right? <laughs> At yeah, the end, find yeah, out. Rossi, find Rossi out. will tell you who it is at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Previously, we were... We were advanced to it from the banjo to a jug band, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big time story. Something's about to happen <laughs> to this jug band. Around this time, the psychedelic drug LSD was was gaining in popularity. Mm. I first used it in 1964, and it changed my life. It changed everything. It freed me because I suddenly realised that my little attempt at a straight life was a fiction, and I just and it just wasn't going to work out. In '65. 
our little jug band went electric and needed a new name. I randomly opened the encyclopedia and found the definition for someone who has died but is thankful for their friend's remembrance. I became the band's principal guitarist, vocalist and songwriter. I was known for my soulful extended guitar solos. My we go for three days. My, my fame <laughs> and that of the band's arguably rested our ability to never play a song the same twice. We toured constantly from our conception in 65 to my death in 95. During those three decades, we played 2,314 shows and amassed, and amassed a what? repertoire of over 100 songs. Because our live shows were such a unique experience, many bootleg recordings were made of our concerts and we were happy to let this happen. I was one of the front runners of the 60s counterculture and of psychedelic rock. My band was the Grateful Dead. My name is... Jerry Garcia. Thank you, wow. Rossi. I feel like Jerry I kind of need the wow. round of applause, right? Well told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You should, you should uh, employ wow. yourself for, with uh, Audible. I think you'd be great at reading books. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say to I actually had the same guitar Jerry Garcia plays when I was a young wow. man. Wow. I, I mm. need to be a cool. Grateful Dead fan, Rossi, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so like those, those guys, those guys actually encouraged people to boot to bootleg their their live shows yeah. because they they never played the songs same twice, and they no, would tour, that was intentional. They would no, <laughs> they would tour constantly, <laughs> but every now and then they'd have to have breaks because of health issues, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. some of their shows would yeah. go for two two or three days, you know. Wow, like it was really tripped out crazy stuff. Like yeah. The Grateful Dead is this crazy tripped out hippie story. Why yeah, but, but kind of it, the leader to prog rock, really. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And like a, when you get into the store, the stories of Owsley and the Acid and where all that came from and all yeah. that 60s Bill Graham, Phil Maurice stuff, it's crazy story. Great stuff, yeah. though. Well done, yeah, Brandy. Yeah. I like that yeah. one. That was a Thank good you. one. That was great. Yeah. Thank you. That's a real I, good um, one. Yeah. I, I like their T-shirts, so... Yeah, the artwork. The artwork. <laughs> yeah, it's a big part of it. Big part of it. Big part yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. So, any good upcoming gigs for you boys that we can share with the audience? Alex? Yes. We, I mean, let me double check because... This is uh, when the manager steps in. The manager yes, has to step in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so just before, just before he says anything, before the he says anything... Yeah, the cold yeah, shovel. Uh, very early on in the band, very early on in the band, uh, Alex had made it an absolute mission to make sure we had an aligned calendar because we were awful at getting like figuring it out. So it, now, now he has like alerts every day that we have something on. It's like an alert. So yeah, he's a genius. That's what I knew. You have you the manager of the band. You the manager. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the next uh. next one is on the sixteenth of September. Um, we are showing in the lineup of Rock Beats uh, Depression. It's a yeah. it's a great festival. It's the third time that we participate there. I love that we, one. Yeah. It definitely it definitely aligns with our vision and our message as well. Just like that, yeah. you know, it's in the name Rock Beats Depression. It's just kind of like a. Um, you know, come come one, come all, uh, kind of like mental health day uh, for people that don't get out of the house much. So we're like, chuck us on the lineup. That's us. I'm I'm an introvert. Yeah. I'm a shell. So yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. means a lot. And we've done it a lot, and every show we played there, it's just been so fun. And the yeah. the organizers love this. And we're like, 
if we could keep playing this, we would because it's such a good cause. So we're very proud to <laughs> yeah, go on Rocket that's... Expression every it's, single it's... time. Yeah. yeah, it's a so. really, really good one. And the other yeah. one that we have confirmed is a um, Halloween uh, show on the 28th of October, already booked and confirmed. But we, we are having like three or four more being confirmed so mm. that we are announcing very soon. So there's also there's also to... we're always in the talks with like uh, other sort of production and touring companies for like major supports as well. So mm. bef- when we did the Nirvana shows, that kind of came up out of nowhere. We had like maybe a week to prepare. So I mean, yeah. always keep on our socials because for us, it just seems to happen sometimes. We will get a, a major support slot almost a week before we go up. So wow. keep posting yeah. with us on our socials. Yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah, yeah like, 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 like the. Um, yeah, last year was very busy. Like the Bulls on Parade was like ten yep. days notice, and then the hybrid yep. series shows was like fourteen, like two weeks notice. We're like, oh, I gotta get time off work. But, okay, cool. Dude, mind you, those, those Nirvana shows that we got. Mind you, those Nirvana shows we got, we had never played in front of a crowd that was more than like a bars amount. And I, I'd always wanted to play the Triffid, and we got the Triffid, um, and not only that, but it was like sold out. So I was like going from. Basically playing bar, uh, bars to like shit in my decks, basically. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And we did the Triffid twice. Doing like 80, we did the Triffid twice. Yeah, we did the Triffid twice last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was like, it was like, like 80 man, people right? max ever to like 500, 600. You're like, <gasps> what's going on? That was a tough <laughs> night, man. That was, that was a tough very night. Scary. But our, our, bass guitarist, our bass guitarist gave me some amazing advice, two pieces of like, amazing advice on that. He said he played the Triffid once as a frontman for his old band, and he said, once you sing, once you get out there, take that first deep breath, all of that goes away. And I was shaking walking up yeah. to that microphone for the first time in front of this crowd, shaking. And I got to that. I took my first deep breath, and I was like, you know, how, how are we doing tonight? You know, do your big opener, and then it just all went away. We started playing, yeah. and it just all, all of a sudden we were just back in that jam room again. Awesome. Yeah. And that's where you want to be. And um, I will make sure, boys, that we've got your socials, your Facebook and everything in the show notes. So I would urge everyone who's uh, listening tonight to check out Made Rejects. They're on Spotify, all the streaming platforms, of course, but their socials is something else. And that's uh, well done, Alex, continuing. Thank the, you. That's the all, Alex. Socials. So... <laughs> I'm going to start winding up, guys. It's been a, I thought it wasn't as chaotic as what I thought. So that's, <laughs> we've survived. So well Scared. done. Made it through. Uh, made it through. Once again, we, we yeah, behave. Yeah. And it's always a pleasure having you guys. You're always welcome guests on the, on the podcast. We just love your music. We love your ethic. And we love the fact that the, we're going to see a change coming up. And I'm intrigued to see what that's Ooh, all about. Yes. So. So, uh, and I know Braggy will be as well. Now, we've got a couple of shows ourselves coming up. Next week, we've got a gentleman called Brendan Radford joining us on the podcast. Now, he's just come back from the Big Red Bash where he played with the John Williamson Band and the Troy Casadaly Band. So, country yeah, coming So, we, we're going from like a really heavy rock into country. The week after that, we got another country singer from Australia who's recorded in Nashville and her name is Simply Josie. So we're looking forward to that one. 
The week after that, we've got a very special 101 episode. We've got Rob Stanny joining us, and we're going to talk about home studios. So how do you set up your own home studio? How can you record? What are some of the basics you need? And we've been talking about that for so long, haven't we, mm. boys? And we're really mm. looking forward to that episode. And then, finally... We've got Mick Madu and Ursula coming back <laughs> to, to um, on the 2nd of August and uh, we're going to finally, hopefully technology all works and we're going to have a great conversation <laughs> with Mick and Ursula. We're going to get Ursula. them on the dial-up, dial are we? No, yeah. no, no, Braggy. You'll, you'll see how it all works. So. Well, at night, Mick dreams of a red telephone. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, All right. So as as always, everyone, if you've enjoyed the episode, please like and subscribe wherever you've watched it. Please leave a review. That's how we get found and that's how more and more people can support us and support the bands that we speak to. Um, we're on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok. We've got a website, unfiltered and undiscovered.com. We'll add the TaylorMade Rejects new song, I Don't Know, to the, our Spotify playlist, and that'll bring us up to about 241 songs on that playlist. Wow. And wow. seriously, it's the only place where you can hear um, the TaylorMade Rejects, followed by the Lime Spiders, followed by Alison Asart, followed by Sam nice. from Boston. It's just, a, and then Ben Penner, a little bit of acoustic. So it's amazing. We are honoured to be a part of that. Yeah. Thank you. Jupiter 5, Rail Motor, they're all on there and it's a great place to find the bands that we've spoken to and then obviously go out and follow them. The lyrics from the playlist will be no surprise to our guest tonight and it's that's why I don't make deals with the devil no matter what <laughs> she's offering. Hey, thanks for joining us. Woo! Thanks, boys. Woo! Thanks for... And uh, we'll see everyone next week. Follow the TaylorMade Rejects. We'll see you all again next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.